Hey, everybody, welcome to Dangerous Misinformation. Stick around today as we'll talk about the Israeli-Palestine conflict, not having to always be so tolerant, and knowing when you're progressing in life. Stick around to the end, and be sure to leave a rating and review. Thank you for tuning in to Dangerous Misinformation. Greetings, greetings, petty people. Greetings to Dangerous Misinformation, the number one source in the world for dangerous misinformation. I am your host. My name is Rodney Smith. You can find me on any social media, pretty much, at Lord Petty, some form of underscores. I appreciate you tuning in. This is the uh, formerly Lord Petty podcast, now known as Dangerous, Dangerous Misinformation, the only place in the world where we love everybody, we make fun of everything. I appreciate you being here, and we're going to have ourselves a jolly old time. You know what I'm saying? Yes, my face is still burnt from Mexico, because what they did is once you got to the resort... Everything is free, right? Uh, the booze is inclusive. The food's inclusive. The blah, 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 blah. But you can't take sunscreen. You can't take sunscreen on the airplane, right? At least not a big, big, big bottle. At least not like a big rosé, a big Rick Ross bottle. You can only take the little airplane bottles of sunscreen on the airplane. And who keeps those at the house, right? So you got to be smart to bring them. Bro tip, if you go to Mexico bring a little thing of sunscreen because once I got there, they wanted $60, 60 US dollars for a can of sunscreen. So you know what I did? I thugged it out. And that's why right now I look like a red nose. So avoid my pasty, crusty face. Yes, event, occasionally, when I say occasionally within the last two days, I'll be sitting there watching TV. Next thing I know, because I'm wearing glasses, because I'm getting old, but I'm not going to wear them on this podcast because the kids already call me bald, even though I shaved my own head. If I'm wearing glasses, they're going to be like, oh, what's this bald fuck with glasses talking about? But uh, guess what, pussies? I don't need my glasses when I'm out and about. I only need them when I'm sitting here talking shit. But uh, yeah, in my head... I still have hair, believe it or not. Anyways, yeah, that's why my face is still pasty because they are still burnt because they lock us pasty people in there and then they want to charge us 60 bucks for sunscreen. <laughs> my friend Gio, he had, because it was his wedding, he had a preferred, which is just like the resort's way of saying like MVP, you know, or VIP, not MVP. And uh, so he took, so the first night I got there, I went to go meet up with them and he told me to go meet him in some lab, the preferred lounge. I didn't know where the preferred lounge was. And so he scans his card and he said, uh, he made a joke. He says, yeah, this is where they keep all the white people. And I said, oh, well, uh, will my key card work? And he goes, no, your key card won't. You just got to scan your face on the thing. And it was really funny. But yeah, dude, uh, we back up in this bitch, man. Uh, and my question for right now is, why does Israel need our money? Why does Israel need our money if uh, the Jews are honestly the smartest people on the planet? You know what I'm saying? Is that a racist thing to say? Is that like saying bas black people are good at sports is saying Jews are the smartest people on the planet? Um, they have the work ethic of the Asians and they got brains more advanced than the white people. That's why being Jewish is honestly the biggest privilege you could possibly be unless you were born in the fucking, you know, unless you were there during the Holocaust, obviously. Um, 
But yeah, the Jewish communities, they really help each other out. And if you're born Jewish, uh, you're kind of, you know, if you don't go, have you ever met a dumb Jew? Have you ever met a dumb, lazy Jew? I have not. Okay. I've never met a dumb, lazy Jew. And I don't think I've ever seen a Jewish homeless person. Um, nah, but I don't understand why Israel needs America's money because aren't they fighting people that haven't progressed past the fucking stone age yet? And I don't know how racist that sounds, but like really let's, let's quit the bullshit. Okay. And I don't know why we have to act like everything, every cultural norm has to be accepted in America. Right. Some things just don't work. Some things just don't work. And I think one of them, like traditional Islam is just one of those things that does not work in the Western world. Uh, Why we pretend it does is beyond me. It's like certain cultural norms do not mesh in certain areas. It's like, so back in the 80s and 90s, right? There was an airline, Korea Air. I think it's still around, just called something else now. They kept having all these airline crashes and nobody could figure out why because the planes were good. The plane, there was nothing wrong with the planes. The pilots, they were all, uh, their mental aptitude, everything was good there. They, none of them were on drugs. Basically, everything was the same with this Korean airline as if you looked at any other airline, but they were having 17 times more crashes, right? And so they did these deep studies into it, like why would that be? And it was a cultural thing for the fact that the Korean people are so polite, that they're so polite and they're so order. Uh, They go so much by like social hierarchy. So nobody would want to challenge the captain. And so the co-pilot's job is to be like, if the captain's fucking up, they're supposed to say, hey, they're supposed to help fly the plane. And so these planes were going down because there was no direct communication. Something would go haywire and then the subordinate would be too afraid to either deal with the, uh, the tower. Like there was this one instance where they ran out of fuel. They kept coming in with this headwind and they were out of fuel. And these guys, they wouldn't just tell the tower. They wouldn't say, no, like we are out of fuel. And then this guy wouldn't tell the captain that, hey, we're not going to be able to make another loop. He would just insinuate it because the cultural norm is to not challenge the boss and to not be pushy. And so there's certain environments where being polite really works and really is to your benefit. But in a high stress environment, you need to be direct. You know what I'm saying? And so is it racist to say that that part of the Korean culture was bad for the aviation industry? No, it's not racist. It's just common fucking sense. Because the way they fixed it, they came in there and said, okay, well, first things first, we're all going to speak English. Because English is a much more direct language. And so, and it's just kind of the, uh, the language of the aviation world. If that were to happen today, the social justice warriors would be losing their fucking mind, but it's saving lives. It's, there was another plane like this was happening in Colombia too, because Columbia, basically these cultures where it was happening the least in places like, you know, Ireland, America, Italy, Germany, shit like that. Places where people don't give a fuck, where people just, uh, you know, say what's on their mind and like the order uh, the authority isn't as much, you know, people respect authority in Germany and shit like that, but it's like, if things are wrong, things are wrong. And the Germans speak up. Uh, Germans are hilarious. I love my people for the fact that we're so, I know it's ironic that because I'm sitting here doing a podcast every day, but Germans are just so blunt and to the point and like say the most by saying the least. And that shit's fucking hilarious. People say Germans aren't hilarious, but that's hilarious. You can't tell me otherwise. 
But yeah, so the way they fixed it is, uh, you know, they had to make, they had to say, you know, we respect your culture, yada, yada, but uh, this isn't good for airplanes. So why is it that as Western Americans founded in Christian countries where we don't like wrapping burkas on our women and telling them they can't drive and throwing stones at them and shit like that, why is it that we have to act like this shit works here? It doesn't work here. It might work in the Middle East and we have no business going over to the Middle East and disrupting these things. If that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. But for us to sit here and have to act like that shit meshes here, it just does not. It does not work over here. It's like we've moved beyond that. Our cultures, we, we did all, like if you look at World War One, you look at World War Two, we did all our, our fucking wars. We're done. We don't want to do it anymore. We don't want to do all this fighting shit, all this fighting amongst each other. Leave all that holy war shit over there. Don't bring it over here. We don't want to deal with it. I'm sure some people want to deal with it. People with a lot of Raytheon and Boeing stock probably want to deal with it. But um, got my 401k fucking shot up after the whole... Ukraine conflict and shit like that really got going. So I can see why people are warmongers, but you know, at the same time they say, oh, we're spending the tax dollars, but whatever tax dollars are going to take anyway. So if you have fucking Raytheon stock, whatever, go spend the tax dollars because I'm going to get this stock money. But there's a moral, there is a morale quarrel. Okay. Um, but the point being, I just don't, I just don't think that it's uh, necessary for us to sit there and act like this fucking works. You know, white people are fucking pathetic. Our ancestors had to come here from decrepit European corners of the world where there was no hope for them. And by the time they got here, they had to hop on these fucking. God knows if their ship was even going to get here. They had to hop on these shitty ships. They had to come here and sell fucking fish in the street or do whatever they had to do, try to make the shit work and figure it out. You know, try to come in like, maybe well, there's the, we're so out of hope back, back home that we're going to go to the new world and try to make things right and build. And there was nothing here for them. And they had to fucking basically the most ambitious of the ambitious. When you talk about the old school immigrations, the Ellis Island people, those were the most ambitious of the ambitious people that had nothing to lose. And that came here under dire circumstances. Now people just come here with a fucking handout. So it's not the same thing. It's not like America is this new country. It's established. The culture's here. And if people don't respect the culture, they should just not, it's so it's so common. You see at these like pro Palestine protests and shit like that. Somebody going off, oh, I, I hate the West. I hate America. I hate Europe. So why the fuck are you here? You know what I mean? It's it's like it's this. You know they they call the replacement theory cuckoo whack job blah blah blah. But what else is it, dude? It's not like these people are gonna like intellectually beat us or beat us at a war or something like that. They're just gonna fucking drain all our resources and outbang us. That's what's going to happen. And then we just got to sit there and be like, oh, no, this is beautiful. This is wonderful. We're so tolerant. It's the fall of Rome, bro. The fall of Rome is happening right in front of our fucking pasty faces, and we're not doing shit about it. Our ancestors that came here and built and went through hell, they, they, they're, they're rolling in their graves. They're like, oh, you fucking bitch-ass Europeans, dude. I think we need to stop being bitches, you know, like it's one it did. We've it, it, we've proven we've proven that no matter what we do, no matter how tolerant we are, it'll never be enough. So at this point, we should just be protecting our interests. It doesn't matter how much you give, how much you open the borders, how much you don't. It doesn't matter what you do. If you look like this, it'll never be enough. 
It'll never be enough, so you might as well start protecting your own interests and honestly looking after your safety because shit's getting really fucking weird. Um, yeah, the end times are near, dude. I wouldn't be surprised if some, if if an alien spaceship showed up tomorrow. Okay, I'd just be like, meh, whatever. It was bound to happen. I mean, what, what, what the fucking frogs were supposed to start raining? It, it would have been that. It would have been that or a fucking alien ship or uh, God knows what. I feel like I'm on uh, the right path in life because I can't remember the last time anybody said anything uplifting to me. You know, when, I'm, when I was doing really bad, people would always you know, go out of their way to say something nice and uplifting. So if, if somebody, if people are constantly saying nice, uplifting things to you, there's a good chance they think less of you and maybe rightfully so. But you always know you're growing as a person and professionally or creatively when everybody around you is just trying to drag you down, whether it's directly or indirectly. Guess what? I literally can't remember the last time somebody just said, you know, ask me how I'm doing and said something encouraging. Everybody's always just fucking trying to drag me down. And that's fine. It doesn't bother me. I'm well accustomed to and totally fine with human nature. I respect human nature. I am a student of the game of student of human nature. And that doesn't bother me. Um, I don't think take the things personally. I just think that it's very deep rooted in people to where if if you're not doing what you think you should be doing with your life and you see somebody else doing what they want to be doing with their life, then you're going to naturally try to bring them down a peg, you know? I mean, uh, everybody has that urge to bring somebody down a peg. So if people are trying to bring you down a peg, uh, see that as a good thing, is which is what your boy would say, because yeah, that's always how I know that things are moving forward is when people are being being weird. You know, when people are just being funny on the sly, you just start picking up on it. People start asking questions where it's like you don't you don't actually care. You don't actually care about. You know, somebody goes, oh, how's your little podcast going? It's like, why, why are you calling it a little podcast? What, do, what, do you, what, what, do you, what are you insinuating? What are you talking about? How's, how's your little family doing? How's your little job going? How's your little fucking stupid career working for somebody else going? Or would it sound like if I said that? You know what I mean? I'm always bigging everybody up. I want everybody to win. But, you know, it's like I said in one of my terrible songs, I'll never get the love I give. Uh, and that's Okay. That is okay. Let's go back to this Israel-Palestine thing here for a little bit because I've been doing uh, I've been doing a little research on it, okay? And <laughs> it sounds like from what I gathered, okay? From what I gathered after the Holocaust, the Jews were given this country within Palestine. But then they had to be Jews about it and they went and took way more than what they were supposed to have. And they treated these people... They treated the natives like they were lesser humans, which coming from the Jews who were just being persecuted all over Europe, right? And people always want to say, oh, Germany were these big bad guys. Nobody else was taking the Jews. When the Jews were being persecuted in Germany, they tried to go to a bunch of other places. Like the United States sent ships away. Everybody sent ships away. So that's why the Jews went and got their own land. And uh, that's why they went and got Israel, right? But then once they got to Israel, after being persecuted, you'd think they'd be the most sympathetic people towards being treated as less than human. So then they get to Palestine and then they treat these people just like fucking dogs. And I'm not saying what Hamas is doing is right. Okay. You should never be a terrorist, fucking terrorist sympathizer. But I understand the Palestinian gripe with Israel. Now, are they going about it correctly? Absolutely not. And why we can't just see a middle ground here. Like we should either just let them fight, 
let them duke it out. This holy war, it's not going to go anywhere until one of them just does what they do. And I know that's very fucking cruel to say because, you know, there's civilian casualties and that sucks and I hate that and I wish we could change that. But also, I think there's a middle ground where we can say, hey, Israel, why don't you just give the land back to the Palestinians that you weren't supposed to have? And Palestine, why don't you stop being fucking terrorists? Oh, there's always a middle ground, dude. I'm telling you, if there's one thing I've learned in this little life of mine, there's always a middle ground. There's always a compromise. And nobody wants to compromise anymore. Everybody just wants to fucking yell. And I don't know if anybody ever did want to compromise because that must mean, that must have been why we've had all these wars. What is a war? A war is a, a, a lack of wanting to compromise unless you're trying to completely just crush evil. And both these sides, I mean, I'm from the outside looking in. I didn't know shit about it. I've always avoided the topic because I just, like I said, I'm not interested in that part of the world. I've, but now you can't help but be. Excuse me. Um, yeah, dude, it's just, I, I don't think it's going to ever stop unless, you know, Israel, they want to kill every member of Hamas. Uh, you know, do your thing, I guess. I can't argue with that after what they did. But also understand where the gripe comes from. You know what I mean? It's pretty... Um, who would have thought, by the way, who would have thought we would have the SJW, the SJW uh, Hamas crossover episode? It's funny how you see these super liberal person that are all pro-Palestine and they don't even realize if they were in Palestine, they'd be getting thrown off of roofs. The fucking, these Hamas people are bad people. They're bad people, but they're spawned out of, it's why, they, you know, if you look at the fucking ghetto, right? The circumstances were created there. And nobody, nobody wants to acknowledge that, okay, well, these behaviors, we can change them. They just keep blaming the circumstances. And then in this, it's the opposite where they, they don't look at the circumstances. They only look at the behavior. There's a middle ground. To fix the ghettos, you got to say, to fix the ghettos and fix the Palestine thing is the same fucking thing. You acknowledge that there's circumstances that caused all the violence and all the despair. But then you say, okay, well, now let's go forward. We've established why you've acted the way you've had. Now let's fix that behavior going forward. But that's um, racist or something, I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't know, bro. Uh, what I'm going to end it off with is that I do not like joining things. I do not like joining groups. I do not like joining mail lists. I do not like joining clubs. I do not like joining journeys. I don't want to just be a part of things. And people say that that's an inherent human need to be a part of something. Personally, I do not. I think it's the weirdest thing in the world to fucking join stuff. And I hate how the establishments have been. Like we have such intelligent people in this world who, because they didn't join some fraternity or join some, become within some proximity effect, right? And I know I'm bitching about nature, which I just said I wouldn't, but I hate that aspect of uh, you You have to join things to have certain credibility versus just, nobody comes out of the blue, okay? Anybody you've ever heard of that's ultra successful, they did not do it by themselves. They got into some sort of system, which was already there that was built over generations, Okay. Nobody's just, the term self-made, it's not a thing. Nobody gets there by themselves. And personally, I don't like the idea because I hate joining things. I hate joining other people's ideas. I hate joining. I, I want to build my own things, but I'm not ignorant to think that I won't need a little help along the way. So if you want to help me along the way, tell somebody about the show, rate and subscribe, uh, spread it like the herp in Vegas, and um, that's going to be that, okay? 
You guys have yourselves a wonderful Monday morning, Monday afternoon, or whenever you're listening to this. Um, and yeah, appreciate y'all. Take care of yourselves. Deuces.